in this week's Mainly Moonology podcast. Long and short of it, Mercury is the mind planet. So when Mercury appears to go backwards in the sky, symbolically, it's a different time for us mentally. You know, we can go back over ideas, we can rethink, we can change our mind. Welcome to the Mainly Moonology podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin Boland, an award-winning astrologer, the OG moonologer, Sunday Times bestselling author of books including Moonology and creator of the world's best ever selling Moonology Oracle Cards. I am 100% into empowering you to remember your power to create your dream life. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Today on the podcast, I have a absolutely lovely astrologer friend of mine. I'll call her a friend, even though we've only met in the flesh a couple of times, Cassandra Tyndall. Now, Cassandra is a full-time astrologer like me and an astrology teacher, kind of like me. She consults, writes and teaches astrology and she's got students and clients all over the globe. And guess what? We were born not in the same year, but on the same day. So there you go. And you can find Cassandra at Cassandra Tyndall, which I'll spell for you, dot com, but Cassandra Tyndall, T-Y-N-D-A-L-L.com, Cassandra Tyndall.com. And there's also a link in the show notes. So my my astrology twin, we call it, we call her Cass, but it's Cassandra Tyndall.com for the site. How are you, Cass? Really, really well. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well. Uh, we're in very different zones at the moment because I'm in London and it's quarter to one in the afternoon and it's a sunny day. And uh, Cassandra's in Brisbane, is it? Are you in Brisbane? Correct. Yeah, Brisbane, Where Australia. It's like quarter to what at night? Something Friday Ten. night. <laughs> I've twisted Cass's arm. Cass was actually the, um, the, the astrologer who helped me this week by pointing out, I asked Cass, I said, listen, I've got this book. It's, it's Mercury retrograde. It's being reprinted. And uh, would you, can I send you a copy if you like it? You know, you can tell your people about it. And Cass said, yes, of course, why not? And I knew she'd like it because I it's a really good book. And I wrote it with Kim Farnell, who's got a mind like a steel trap. So hopefully you've enjoyed it. Um, but Cass sent me this WhatsApp message, which I did write about uh, on social media and actually on my on my website as well, saying that she actually got a copy where the subhead of the whole thing, half of it was missing. And she sent me this WhatsApp message saying, oh, I, I suppose you realise that um, half the half the cover lines are missing don't you I'm like oh (laughs) no and it turned out to be um a printing error which were it not for you Cass god knows how many copies would have been printed with half the cover line missing so I said to Cass first of all I just thought I'd love to talk to her about this because I thought it was funny but what I thought I would ask you Cass because you know it's like don't take my word for it Cass can you explain to people how Mercury retrograde is it that not only is my Mercury retrograde book the first book to be reprinted of mine so far, and also now the reprint is being reprinted during to a, a printing error? Like, could it be any more Mercury retrograde? I would just like your opinion. Yeah, no, not really. So I was, <laughs> so I was just sitting at home and uh, could hear the postman, you know, beeping his motorbike and what have you. Then I realized, oh yeah, it's Yasmin's book. And then I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I thought I should probably let her know that it's arrived, blah, blah, blah. So I picked it up again and I actually read the cover and thinking, 
this isn't right. (laughs) Half your tagline was missing. And I'm like, this is a Mercury retrograde book about Mercury retrograde and (laughs) Mercury station and half the half the information is missing from the front cover yeah so I thought I better tell Yasmin because if this is basically kind of what's in the printing system they're just going to be churning these books out this is the the file we'll we'll <laughs> sort of print these out and no one will really sort of think to check it so yeah that's the thing yeah anyway so, yeah, so it's you, textbook you, literally you, yeah that's <laughs> what I want to get to this is textbook right like exp- explain textbook. to people. I've tried. Let you tell you tell people why is it textbook? Well, Mercury in astrology rules many things, and one of the kind of key components of Mercury is things such as communication. So yeah. at the most primary level. So we're talking, you know, our postman, we're talking books, we're talking our Gmail accounts, our banking, just the way we sort of send messages and interact with each other. So when Mercury uh, undergoes a retrograde phase, generally three times a year, from our Earth's perspective, that planet appears to be moving backwards. So you can imagine that if a planet appears to be moving backwards, then the things it manages or rules or is responsible for, the topics it's associated with, are kind of going to go backwards as well. Yeah. So when this when this particular book arrived, Mercury had hit the station degree. So that will be the the area of the zodiac where Mercury, because you know when a planet stations, it just doesn't uh, hit the brakes instantly. It will sort of it's like your car. You slow down, you stop, you change gear, you hit reverse. So it's you know a few days. Um, and then, of course, I looked at my, you know, my software, and I'm like, yeah, Mercury's uh, <laughs> in, in the shadow, which you know most of your listeners are probably very familiar with the idea of the retro shade or the shadow. Yes. yes. And um, and I'm thinking to myself, oh yeah, this <laughs> this is we're, we're just laughing at it. You know what I mean? Like a Mercury yeah. retrograde mishap about a Mercury retrograde book while Mercury is about to go retrograde. And not only is it a Mercury retrograde, but it's also a Mercury retrograde in Gemini, which happens yeah. to be one of the zodiac signs that is, uh, you know, Mercury rules. So yeah. you know, the other one being Virgo. So it's kind of, you know, like you can't make this up. You know, file yeah. it in that, in that file, you know. That's exactly right. That's exactly mm. right. So Cass, you know, one of the things that I've tried to do in the book um, is that, which, by the way, is being republished on May 10, is I really wanted to focus on the upside of Mercury retrograde because I, partly because I think that I've realised over the years of talking to people on social media and so on, Mercury retrograde, you know, has kind of been a victim of the fact that a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing and Mm -hmm. people have like so many people who kind of are interested in astrology but haven't really studied it yet, who they think it's like a bad thing, like in a kind of plutonic way, like a scary, dark thing, and they they attribute all sorts of negative things to it. So have you come across people doing that? Because honestly, if you're listening and you're thinking, yeah, I do that a bit, it's really not the case, is it? Tell us, Cass. Yeah, no, not at all. And um, on my Instagram Every Wednesday I talk because that's Mercury's day. Ah. I, um, I, I offer people a chance to ask me questions. And every like whenever Mercury retrograde comes around, everyone sort of gets a little bit fearful of it. And 
I remember making a case yeah. in point um, a couple of years ago now and um, thinking, okay, I'm just going like, to prove everyone wrong about this situation. And I thought about some very significant periods in my life, you know, where turning points, exciting developments, you know, just those type of things. And, you know, can I remember the, the approximate date? You know, I've got quite a good memory for dates. So anyway, I, I jotted them down and then I looked in my ephemeris and I'm like, yep, Mercury retrograde, wow. bought a house, sold a house, I'm, you know, or I made really life-changing decisions and Mercury retrograde, Mercury retrograde every time. And it just kind of proved that sometimes when a planet, like let's look at it this way, right? We live very busy lives. We're overstimulated with information all of the time. In like never before in human history have we had so much information just bombarded at us every day. Mm. So when Mercury goes retrograde, my theory is that we sort of tune into a new frequency or a vibration where maybe messages come through from more of an instinctual place, perhaps instead of a logical place. And therefore we can make decisions that perhaps feel more authentic or right for us. Look, there's some ancient ideas around the connection between the sun and Mercury and the, the phases that uh, you know, in terms of maximum elongation and all this other kind of technical stuff that astrologers talk about. But in the ancient world, the heart was considered the mind and the heart is ruled by the sun. So when Mercury retrogrades, it's because it's got two, it, it stations because it's got too far away from the sun, as far as Mercury can go. Then it comes back to the sun. You could imagine like when you're walking a dog and, you know, when a dog gets you know, beyond, you know, pulling your shoulder out of your, you know, your arm out of the, the socket kind of thing. And then you mm. sort of hoik it back and it comes back to you. So my idea around Mercury retrograde, it's a time when the monkey mind, aka the brain comes back to the heart and you get that little opportunity, particularly on the Kazemi. So when the sun and Mercury join together, where you might get those light bulb moments or you make a decision and that decision might not mean you have all the answers or everything's resolved or everything's you know happening but you've made a decision yeah and that idea of making a decision then it's just a case of follow through we make decisions all the time oh you know what's for dinner you're like i don't know what should i have for dinner as soon as you make that decision it's as good as done and yeah. so mercury retrograde gives us when we tap into it and understand its message at perhaps maybe more of a spiritual or holistic level, or look at the sky and take those observations and take that symbolism and what would that mean? Yeah, there may be some delays and maybe some hiccups, a little bit of frustration, but it's never terminal. And often those mishaps or delays can often result in second chances of missed opportunities or the chance to go over something, do it better or improve upon it. So I mean, I have a very strong Mercury uh, influence in my chart. So I love Mercury. I love the retrogrades. I do. I think they're fantastic for just a little bit of quietness in that really busy uh, yeah. mercurial information space. Yeah. And it's, things don't have to push forward. They can just sort of, you know, yep. drift for a while. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I love Beautiful. it. Can I just say, 
honestly, Cass, that was so beautiful and so poetic. <laughs> it was lovely. Oh, and thank I, you. And I completely agree with you. That's the thing. That's the thing. It's like, don't be scared of it and use it because mm. it's useful. And yes, it can be annoying, you know. And I'll, I'll just tell you something funny, actually, because um, when my when the book first came out, I don't know, a few years ago now, three, four years ago, uh, I spent a lot of time talking about how Mercury wasn't a bad thing. And um, on the night before it was coming out, I sent out an email to 96,000 people uh, mm-hmm. about, about it to um, sort of the last stage of kind of letting people know about the book before it came out um, to, you know, hopefully sell as many copies as we could before publication, which is what you need to do if you're publishing on Amazon um, or, in, you know, anywhere else. Anyway, in this, in this email to 96,000 people, this final one, the link was broken. Mm. And, oh, my God, I don't think I lost my temper like that before or after. I was so frustrated and annoyed and just upset and mm. I, I felt every single one of those 96,000 emails, <laughs> even though... <laughs> You know, it was an overreaction and it was silly, but I remember it because I, I did overreact. I like I remember I slapped my hands on the table and swore or something. I was like, I was pretty like, oh, my God. Um, and I felt in a way, it felt significant in a way somehow. It felt like a moment and that's probably why I still remember it three years later because it was almost I felt like Mercury was almost like saying, yes, it's okay it's good you appreciate the upside, but don't forget I'm the trickster and I can still mess with your 96,000 emails. Mm-hmm. And yet this time what happened with the republication of the book as a, as a paperback now um, was this funny story with us, which in a way felt like a gift. And it was almost like it was like, okay, I had that slap from Mercury uh, with my my experience of being really upset about that and I know but it was really I don't know why but I was really upset about it I think Mm. I'd been under lots of pressure and I actually I remember I was going off it was about 10 or 11 o'clock at night and I was going off to do some a tv show in Australia like I to go out and blah 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 blah. it was just intense and I thought that's and I thought it's because I've been minimizing mercury retrograde I've been focusing on the positive without actually having that balance of saying and it can be annoying but there are upsides. So I don't know. And then I felt like this was a gift because it was so funny. And it was almost like, you know, proof to people who don't believe in Mercury retrograde. Well, tell me how this is even possible. You know, mm. like, you know, anyway, so that's my rather long winded um, thing. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, if you do have a chance to reflect on maybe some really significant decisions that you made in your life or yeah. events and just have a look, like, I'm just on my computer and I had a look at uh, the blog post that I wrote. So it's you know on my website. And so one resigned from a stable role and moved from Darwin to Sydney. This was like 1996. <laughs> uh, another time, 2004, ditched a go nowhere relationship and took my first formal astrology class. So ah, hey, that's significant. Yeah. Then I left Sydney, moved to Brisbane, which was very, very sudden and another uh, phase, and then discovered I was pregnant and chose to become a mum. So, you know, obviously left a stable role, left a relationship, move and became a mum. So, you know, those are big things. And They're those massive are things, things. 
And those were all decisions that I made where, you know, how when you make decisions in life that, you know, your like rational or logical mind would normally say, I probably should have thought about that a little bit more, like, you know, what are the next steps, be a little bit more discerning or detailed about it. But then you make other decisions and you go, I don't need to think about this because it feels right. And I really think that's the idea of the heart and the mind get a chance to connect when Mercury is retrograde. And that's the, that's to me, that's the, you know, I don't know what the word is, like the cincher or whatever, (laughs) like that's the deal maker or the game changer, whatever. It's the chance for the heart and the mind to sort of reconnect and you just go, go for it. You know what I mean? Yes, of course, there's in each of those situations, there was logistics to deal with, but when you decide the doing is very easy, in my opinion. Very, very interesting. Mm, very, very interesting. I'm, and food for thought. Yeah. So that's your homework, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Think of some significant dates yes. in your life. Yes. Uh, you know, research was Mercury retrograde around that time. And, you yeah. know, Good maybe one. you made like the that. choice and then the retrograde happened. And then maybe that was when you had to deal with the details and the data and then, you know, some of the the, the teething issues with the the decision. But, yeah, yeah I, I, you know, it's definitely worth to consider. And then that way you get the chance to understand a little bit more how Mercury retrogrades in your yes. experience. Mm. Yes. Long and short of it, Mercury is the mind planet. So when Mercury appears to go backwards in the sky, symbolically, it's a different time for us mentally. You know, we can go back over ideas, we can rethink, you know, we can change our mind. And mm. it, and it's interesting, for example, that you left a job and a partner under different Mercury retrograde cycles. It's almost like rethinking the situation and going, well, actually, yeah. maybe this is not what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we were to then say, okay, so in your opinion, Cass, what is the moral of Mercury retrograde? What's the moral of, of the Mercury retrograde cycles? Yeah. Woman reserves the right to change her mind. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's it's very 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 rare that it's terminal okay like it's not it's just those frustrating things and nine times out of ten from my experience with working with clients in in these cycles is that usually a mercury retrograde will bring up things that you're already tuned into or aware of yeah generally not going to be some kind of sudden oh my god this is a real shock good it's like oh this old chestnut or i'll just go and do this thing again and you know what i mean so you know or sometimes there's which is even less reason to feel it uh, to feel it you know to worry about it there's no need to worry about it because it's probably something you already know you have to give a bit more thought to anyway Mm, yeah yeah so you know if you're handing in an assignment or you know a body of work or chances are there's going to be some fix-ups you know um you've purchased something maybe there's a a, like a fault or something with it and you've got to go back and then that happened to me actually uh last year and um I had to return an item that I'd bought from JB Hi-Fi, which is a sort of electronics shop here in, in Oz. And um, and I returned it and it was cheaper than when I, I just had to ah. do an exchange. You know, it was in, I had it under insurance and I had to exchange it. 
and because of the um, Black Friday sales. So, you know, sometimes these things do work to your advantage when exactly. as well. Exactly. So, yeah, it's definitely not something to fear. But a moral of the story is kind of like this idea of, you know, it's they're blessings in disguise. Yeah, they're not fun during, you know, if your travel plans get halted or your flight gets delayed, but there is a blessing in disguise or there's always a silver lining to it. Yeah. So I really don't think that it's, you know, like I think important to ignore the noise about it on social media and just go, okay, you know, this happens three times a year, sometimes four. It's not like this once, you know, in every like 30 years type of heavy influence. It's regular. Um, yes. embrace it and roll with it you know and don't... see what it can how it can work for you yeah and I've told Maybe... I've told many times a story about how I renegotiated my mortgage under Mercury retrograde literally oh. like a, a day after I bought a flat and I realized they'd given me a uh, they'd given me a really variable rate and I wanted like 80 90 percent fixed rate and I renegotiated mm-hmm. it like in 24 hours no penalty before my first payment went through and that was mercury retrograde you yeah know. so it is a good time for things like that but also yeah triple check your bank statements and you know double check your plans and all that all the all those little stories are still true but not mm. this scary oh my god mercury retrograde is so scary and looming and dark it's not it's just not. Yeah. Just not. I like it just for a little bit of mental rest. Like I'll spend less yeah. time on social media or maybe there'll be some clients that kind of connected with me, but then we didn't connect and I'll make yeah. contact with them again. Or, oh, that friend I, I owe a phone call to or something yeah, along those exactly, lines. Like exactly. it can be really nice for that. Um, you know, just to kind of catch up with yourself a little bit or, you know, whether it's financial, you know, your figures or your tax stuff or end of month, whatever it is, or just to kind of sit back and maybe journal or recalibrate your goals or, okay, um, you know, because it happens like three times. So you can kind of look at things at a bit of a quarterly basis and go, okay, well, you know, we're kind of like, we're in Taurus season now. We're sort of halfway between the first quarter and the first half of the year. You know, what am I going? How am I tracking so far this year? Did I yeah, exactly. do the things that I, you know, wanted to do when it was like New Year, New Me in January? It's like okay, now it's May, and Mercury will retrograde yeah, nearly will halfway continue through. through through to early June. So this particular one is a pretty good one, I think, to just kind of go, okay, well, how am I tracking so far in this first half of the year? Yeah. And then you can recalibrate or reassess or revise or review, you know, all of those re-Mercury retrograde terms. There might be some goals you'll strike off your list and you go, oh, thank God, because, you know, I bit off too much than I could chew. Or you can go, no, but that one's really important to me, so I'm going to double down on that one. You know, whatever it is for you. So just kind of breathe it in and go, okay, what are the benefits of, you know, a busy planet that likes to be busy? Um, And what might that mean when it goes slow? Exactly. And if you've got my Mercury Retrograde book, you can read all about Mercury Retrograde that retrograde in Gemini and then Taurus. And you can even find out where it's taking place in your chart. You just need to know your rising sign. So there you go. Yep. Okay. And that's the secret. 
<laughs> exactly, exactly. So, Miss Cass, thank you so much. I would really thank like you. you to just tell people where they can find you again, okay? And, you know. Always, yep. The best place is my website, which is CassandraTindall.com. Um, if you sign up, you, you log on there and you'll get a little pop-up and you can sign up to my newsletter and you'll get a, a PDF of Jupiter and Pisces. And there's also articles about discovering your own Jupiter. Um, I do readings for people. I teach astrology. I do all the things. So the website is definitely the best place to find me. Great. Okay. All right. Well, that is absolutely brilliant, Cass. Thank you so much. And uh, we will be in touch. Yeah, for sure. So good to talk with you, Yasmin. And hi to all your people out there. It was good to chat. You too, Cass.